the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Open every day till Christmas. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A lot of people traveling for Christmas, many seeking warmer climates. Many travelers will be heading to Orlando and Southern California to check out the theme parks. Uh, But we're also seeing a lot of people heading out to Hawaii, Honolulu, and Maui are some of our top destinations, as well as Florida beyond Orlando. We're seeing Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and Tampa are all very popular. SAAA spokesman Julie Hall. Meanwhile, many shoppers taking advantage of this last big weekend to catch up on their Christmas buying, so-called Super Saturday, like this shopper Martin Powell in New York. I always wait to the last minute, so uh, but it's great. It's my wonderful family, so uh, right next to me, choosing what they want for Christmas. President Trump has signed into law a massive $738 billion defense spending bill. In the process, he also created a new Space Force, the sixth branch of the U.S. Armed Forces. This is SRN News. Mark Levin explains the harm in government spending. The reason why massive spending is destructive is because it empowers politicians, it empowers bureaucrats, it empowers government. Talk about draining the swamp. That feeds the swamp. You're draining resources and knowledge and jobs out of the market. And what's the market? The civil society. You're redistributing not just power, but wealth. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Speaking of intelligent, it's just past 1 o'clock, which means one thing. It's time to make talk radio great again. It's your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner, Mitch Berg. Coming up next, here's your Twin Cities forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. Sunday and a high of 41 today. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low of 28. This Christmas, don't do ordinary, do extraordinary with a gift from Wixon Jewelers. There are only four days until Christmas, and Wixon Jewelers in Bloomington is open every day until Christmas to make your shopping easy. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, going on 16 years Dominating Twin Cities Weekend Radio, which means pretty much dominating Twin Cities Radio. Thank you. Thank you. We uh, we held a little rally before the event, just a little. That was the sound of my warm-up comic work in the room here, and uh, we, we get people nice and uh, stoked up, as we'd like you all to be. Uh, we'd love to have you join us, by the way, at 651-289-4488, or uh, via Twitter, if you'd rather not go on the radio, at, uh, at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N. Show either way, operators st- are standing by. Would love to have you join us here. So, it's become quite in vogue uh, among social conservative circles, and really um, among every prior generation, to go. Good Lord, what is with the, the the younger generation out there? And I, in particular, have have had some things to say, not just about younger generation, but in fact about my own generation. Uh, in in especially in the areas of politics. And I will just explain briefly. My father was a high school speech teacher. Uh, I grew up giving people speaker points uh, from very early stage, uh, having a a real uh, sense for what is and in our society largely is not good oratory. And then I wound up spending 15 years in a radio career, 14, 14 years in a radio career starting when I was 15. So speech was sort of the family business. And a business that I, I must say I felt pretty dismal, dismal and dismable about for a while there. 
Um, and with us is, uh, to, to finish up a story we started several months ago uh, to, that sort of gave me a little kick in the head about the whole subject, and a very pleasant one, I must say. Uh, Sherry Wallace, one of the organizers of Speaking Proudly uh, this past, was it October? It was. It was. October it, 26. 2026. And I took a morning yeah. off uh, from show prep to, to go and uh, judge at the contest at the Minnesota State Capitol. And uh, we, you may, you, if you're a regular listener to the show, you may recall having Sherry and one of your accomplices on the broadcast. Yes, two then. others of the two, that's right. organizing group. Oh, that's right. That's the Very technical exciting. term. Organizers. Right. That's right. right. <laughs> Hench people. Right. And, and, I, and I sort of invited myself you along did? to be a judge. Mm-hmm. And you were gracious enough to accept my intrusion. And I had a, and I got to say, I, I would, uh, before I talk about my reactions and before we meet uh, some of our guests from the contest, uh, let's talk a little bit about the event itself. Speaking Proudly is uh, an event that's put on by whom, for what, and when. This, this event was organized by um, a group of people who just said, what's going on with the younger generation? And can we applaud them and encourage them to speak up for America? Mm-hmm. And... Out of that idea, we established Speaking Proudly as a juried competition mm-hmm. for high school girls because this is a Republican women's group. Right. And we looked at let's find some money to give them an award and really make it up that that we applaud their ability to speak up for America. Mm-hmm. And what in the group was with it is a... Um, high school speech teacher, and she had organized competitions throughout Minnesota for different groups. So we thought, there it is. Let's have this speaking competition. Let's find out the very best place Uh it was, the state capitol. Well done. Great choice. And with us was not only a uh, person that was with the Historical Society and a speaker for the Historical Society, she also has experience as an event planner. So she was our our event planner, our liaison with the state capitol. Mm -hmm. And then we just started, we put together a website, decided the key um, prompt Mm -hmm. for the speaking contest was uh, um, a republic, if we can keep it. I was going to say, we get some other people in the room who could probably tell you the uh, the theme of the event. They they definitely can. (laughs) We'll get to them shortly here. Sure, but it was out of a concern for let's award young women for speaking proudly of the United States. Yeah, and and it was, by the way, it was a great great location, the Minnesota State Capitol. Uh, it's the first time I'd been in there since the uh, Reconstruction, so that was mm-hmm. the Reconstruction of the Capitol, not 1867. Yes, and, uh, and, and yeah, it was an excellent event. And I will say, before we Thank introduce you. our guest, I will just say, I, going in there, uh, I... I I went in there hopeful, hoping to hear some good speeches, but thinking – and by the way, the format was 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 a great format. I mean, you, you escorted the young ladies around in groups of four or five, I believe, and there were panels of five judges in each of the rooms. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. judged – you basically ranked people within their, their the panels that they – the groups that they were on, basically a round-robin tournament of flights, basically. And I walked into it thinking, okay, we come up with a good speech out of each flight. That'll be it'll, – it'll, it'll be a big win. And I found – that picking the second place was a lot easier than picking the 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 three <laughs> adjudicating the three way tie for first in both of the rounds that I watched. It was kind of amazing. I really think the judges had the hardest role of the day. How could you make decisions? It really was, and and some of the young ladies took some very different approaches. Some were some were very serious. Some were borderline stand up comedy. And, uh, and and some of them were just absolutely brilliant. I was just thinking, whoa, this this is this is the kind of stuff I, I – well, I'm glad we have a contest to promote this kind of stuff, and I hope we see a lot more of it. Now, just just to, we talk a little bit more logistics here, Sherry Wallace. This event is a biennial event. Happens every other year. Yes. Goes along with the budget session. Well, we want to go uh, – stay away from the political right. scene when candidates are coming through. So. Right. 
Yeah, it's in October, which yes. is yeah. You, the, no, no legislators are in evidence around there unless they've been invited as judges, right. perhaps. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. yeah no, no, okay, so it was just pretty much wide open there. So anyway, so so it was a great event. I endorse it uh, unreservedly. I'm sincerely uh, looking forward to seeing what happens next time with the event here. So perfect, excellent. So you brought a couple of contestants uh, with you here, uh, and I'm just going to move from right to the left counterclockwise around the room we have Meg- megan mcmanus tell us uh, a little bit about yourself here give us the auto bio oh sounds good so i moved so just start, starting with this year i started speech my freshman year i've been doing speech for four years okay and that has become a real passion of mine so it was debate so i've been in this for a while and i i love politics generally so this was right up my alley and other than that um i don't know i like to read a lot so that helps with having information mm-hmm. i guess and just uh Bit of a nerd all around. Yeah, uh, and, and it, tell us a little bit about, well, first of all, I mean, what, what do you like to read? What, what brought you into uh, interest in politics? Well, I don't like to read politics because that, uh, I don't know, moves too slowly. I like to read fiction, fantasy kind of things. But uh, politics particularly, I love listening to podcasts and reading like quick articles to kind of gain information in that regard. Where, where do you get your info from, anyway? Uh, favorite source, uh, Ben Shapiro's podcast. <laughs> At, right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolute favorite. I'm kind of a fangirl. So that's my one politics source. And then other than that, um, I'm in extemporaneous speaking, which is a category in speech. Oh, fun. Yeah. So you're surrounded by politics. So I actually have to read um, almost every source under the sun periodically. So New York Times, Washington Post, National Review. So I'm kind of everywhere a little bit. But Ben Shapiro is my number one. So that's your, where your, I'm at. your mother's in the corner. I just got to say, well done, well done, man. Excellent. <laughs> so could you? Yeah, thanks, mom. I, 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 by the way, I, extemporaneous speech. I got to say, just being a, a speech team nerd, uh, you heard a bit of my bio. Okay, maybe yeah. two or three times now. And I was on the speech team naturally in high school. And uh, yeah, one state, twice. Yeah, but I also uh, <laughs> one of the things we did. I'm from North Dakota originally, and we did. We went across the border and did a Minnesota tournament once. And and there was an event called Humorous Extemporaneous, where you had three minutes to prepare a, a humorous humorous speech about some subject and uh, my my first attempt ever at humorous extemp they gave me the subject reindeer sweaters and i got a perfect score and i won the tournament Woo-hoo, Ooh, very hey, nice thank goodness that's what it's not like anymore because i am not that funny off the top of my feet so. <laughs> i don't know that i was either <laughs> maybe it was all relative i've no I had idea to come up with one joke per speech and that's a struggle so i'm well, glad we'll, it's changed well we'll find out in a moment here we'll, we'll come back to that so with us also here is uh by the way you are you, you um well we'll come back to that maybe we also have uh, mary crocs here uh mary welcome to the show here thank you tell us a little bit about yourself um, I go to school at Chesterton Academy in Hopkins, Minnesota. Okay. And I've been involved in the mock trial team there <clears throat> for four years now. Okay. Um, and that's a lot of fun. We've we went to state last year. So okay. Was, and I found out about this competition um, through the homeschool community. Okay. And I dove right in, did some research, and. Yeah. Mock trial. Now, that sounded like um, it would have been a fun event, except that in my high school, we just had mock parole board. Okay. That's a joke. <laughs> Not really. Oh. <laughs> Not really. No, we didn't have that. But uh, so what, uh, what, what, I've never heard of this event, by the way. I mean, other than like in law school. What, yeah. uh, what's, tell me a little bit about that. So it's pretty much just what it sounds like. It's a mock trial. So, um, well, that part I got. Of, yeah. <laughs> it's a team of six people. Um, there's three attorneys and three witnesses, and we're given a case at the beginning of the year, and we have to prepare to either prosecute or defend the defendant. Um, so my team plays both sides, and then okay. we compete against different schools. And Oh, yeah. man. I got stuck in debate my sophomore year. That sounded like a <laughs> lot more fun. <laughs> By the way, where, where are you from? Uh, West St. Paul. West St. Paul, commuting yes. to Hopkins. Yeah, Holy it's quite the commute. Cow. <laughs> and and uh, Megan, you are from Eastridge, so Woodbury. Eastridge. So okay, right all right, all right. Okay, good. Yeah. So, so um, and you too, by the way, I, I think are as I recall, Sherry saying, are the co-winners uh, of the event. You're the the, the two. Uh, the two <coughs> they came out at the top of the of a very very strong competition. Wow. Well, yeah. congratulations to both of you. Absolutely Thank you. great to have you here. So we're gonna hear a little bit from both of you later on in the. In the um, broadcast here today but uh first things what was your favorite part of the event i'll start with you this time mary uh, what was your favorite part of the event um my favorite other than part, winning yeah <laughs> it was probably being able to speak in the capitol rotunda um i had been at the cap to the capitol quite a few times and 
when I heard that the finalists would get to speak in that huge room, mm-hmm. I got really excited and really, really wanted to win then. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, it was an amazing experience. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah it's, I must have been. I could not stick around for the afternoon sessions. I desperately wanted to see that. But uh, maybe next time. Megan, your favorite part of the whole show. Definitely lunch. Um, <laughs> it was really fun to talk to people who, because uh, this, this is more of a conservative topic, and it was the Republicans Women's Foundation. And that was really fun, because I was surprised at how many people my age actually agreed with me. Like you said, the youngest generation is kind of crazy, and I go to school in very liberal Woodbury, Minnesota. So, you know, it was fun to just not be assaulted for opinions for, like, a hot sec. <laughs> we'll come back to that, because that is actually an interesting subject. And being in this year, you're, uh, you're in a conservative talk station. It's a, dare I say, a safe space, and no one will be triggered by any of your points of view. Can I, I can say that, right? Sure. Okay, good. That's right. It's all right. Fair <laughs> enough. So we'll come back to that. And maybe even here, uh, you, you guys you guys all ready to go with your speeches here? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, we'll have to get back to that. Let's take a quick break. And by the way, yes, if you're on topic, we'll be happy to take a phone call at 651 651- 289 It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. I'm Jan Markell, helping you understand the times. Commenting on the impeachment inquiry of President Donald Trump, evangelical leader Franklin Graham said the drive to impeach Trump is tearing our country apart and that he has never witnessed such intense hatred toward a sitting president. Franklin Graham is right that there are spiritual forces of wickedness and darkness at work in our nation. He says rather than coming together and focusing on the persistent problems plaguing our nation, including immigration and national security, the zeal to remove the president is consuming every moment of Congress, throwing us into political chaos and undermining the authority of our elected leaders. The church must engage in the political process at this time of this national instability. For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olivetreeviews.org. Santa, Santa, something terrible is happening. Ho, 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 Rudolph, calm down. Tell me what's going on. I just overheard Mrs. Claus talking. Yes? She said that she's getting a new Santa. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Rudolph, I know all about it. Mrs. Claus is getting a new Santa Fe from Invergrove Hyundai. What's a Santa Fe? A Santa Fe is Hyundai's most advanced SUV. Jam-packed with safety and technology features. And its spacious five-passenger interior is like the Claus family room on wheels. Does this mean we won't have to take her in the sleigh to Pilates class every Tuesday? That's right. Ho, ho, ho. Every new Hyundai like the Santa Fe comes with America's best warranty. 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance. You deserve a great car buying experience, and that's what you'll get at Invergrove Hyundai. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com. InvergroveHyundai.com. And they're reindeer recommended. Hey, have you heard about the Arctic Spa's Spa Boy? No, tell me about it, eh? It's a salt system that monitors itself and chlorinates when the sanitation is low in your hot tub or swim spa. Oh, yeah. Well, I talked a lot with the other guys. They've got salt systems, too, eh? Yeah, but no other spa company can offer anything like Spa Boy. By monitoring itself, the chlorine can be lower all the time, so our Minnesota skin doesn't have to be all dried out by the chlorine. Oh, yeah. Well, the missus was sure like that, eh? Yeah, it's insulated better than any other hot tub in the industry, too. It keeps your critters out. It's got a five-day freeze guarantee. It's the number one replacement spy in the industry. Oh, that's a pretty big statement, eh? So that must mean that people who buy another tub usually end up buying an Arctic, eh? It's a pretty great hot tub. Plus, with the Spa Boy salt system, you save lots of money on skin lotion, too, Oh, eh? you're always thinking, dude. Visit Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen today and see what makes the Arctic so great for Minnesota climates. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. PremierPools.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 is the number to call should you care to join me. And I I hope you do. By the way, go to am1280thepatriot.com, sign yourself up right now for the Patriot Fan Club. 
the place to get in on all the cool deals. Not just in, but ahead of the rest of the crowd. Oh, yeah, elitism abounds here at AM 12A, the Patriot. We cannot be prouder. By the way, speaking of elite, uh, we, our elite has gotten bigger uh, by the addition of a whole new station, Freedom 1570, bringing some of your favorite uh, broadcasters back to the air here. Yes, we've got uh, Dana Lash. Uh, we've got Mark Levin. I started to say, Mark Levin uh, is, joins us. And Ben Shapiro, live on the air, three hours a day, every day. So, uh, Megan, you might be, you have to tune in for that here at some point. That'll be good. Uh, so we want to get to some of these speeches here because I was impressed by all of Impressed on some of by all the speeches I heard, uh, three quarters of the speeches I heard, I had a genuine hard time figuring out who should be the winner of any given round. But we have the the two winners, the two top uh, finishers uh, in the event here with us today, Mary uh, Crocked from West St. Paul. We'll, yes. we'll talk a little bit more about, about you and, and whatnot, but we're going to be kind of uptight against the next break to get your speech in. So let's let's hear your speech. Sounds good. All right, here it goes. It's our republic, and they are our rights. Our republic promises a country that protects its people's unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The Declaration of Independence states that for this reason, governments are instituted among men. Thomas Jefferson stated, The first duty of government is the protection of life, not its destruction. The chief purpose of government is to protect life. Abandon that, and you have abandoned all. Ladies and gentlemen, you have rights, and your rights are guaranteed to be preserved by our republic. You are guaranteed to always have your most important rights protected, so long as our republic stands. But there is a threat that endangers our republic. This menace is tearing down our nation by destroying its mission to protect our rights. This genocide is abortion. Now I'm going to present three ways in which abortion destroys our republic, none of which require any religious affiliation, but only require that you accept sound scientific fact. Abortion attacks our republic's founding mission to provide each individual with their unalienable rights to life, to liberty, and to the pursuit of happiness. First, abortion attacks the individual's right to life. From the moment of conception, each fetus has a unique genetic composition completely separate from the mother. It is completely human. It is completely individual. And as such, that individual is entitled to the full protection of our Constitution. But abortion rips that away. According to U.S. abortion clocks, since abortion was legalized in 1973, just in the U.S., over 1.5 million babies are aborted annually. Let's put that unfathomable number into perspective. According to the Minnesota State Demographic Center, about 1.3 million children under the age of 18 live in our state. Abortion kills off as many children as there are in Minnesota, plus 200,000 more annually. How many joyful little smiles are we missing today? How many toddlers with ice cream on their faces? How many kids who play barefoot on the playground? How many young people my age have been robbed of their rights to life? Abortion is destroying our republic's mission to protect the individual's right to life. Now, even if you don't accept that a fetus is a unique human being, the next two points demonstrate that abortion still destroys our republic. Abortion attacks the individual's right to liberty. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure you are well aware that the U.S. government works tirelessly to promote equal rights for all peoples. Yet so long as abortion is practiced... We will never be rid of discrimination. For example, according to the New York Times, about 90% of Down syndrome babies are aborted. Furthermore, the Pro-Choice Guttmacher Institute states that black women have abortions at five times the rate which white women have them. 
In total, black abortions make up 37% of the abortions in the U.S., even though only 13.4% of our population is African American. Clearly, abortion does not promote equal liberties for all babies. Finally, abortion attacks the individual's right to pursue happiness. Contrary to the myth that abortion supports and frees us women, abortion severely endangers us. According to the Health Research Funding Organization, women who have had an abortion have an 81% greater chance in suffering from mental health issues. Adding to that, over 45% of women who have had an abortion report having suicidal feelings immediately following their procedure. And teen girls who have had an abortion are up to 10 times more likely to commit suicide than those who have not had an abortion. Those teen girls have 10 times less the chance at happiness. Abortion severely limits a woman's ability to pursue her happiness. Ladies and gentlemen, our republic is supposed to thrive in supplying us with our basic human rights. Yet abortion has made the United States so blind that we are able to turn, face a baby, and say, you are not human. We are able to turn, face the discrimination in abortion, and ignore it. We turn, face a mother, and disregard the risk factors in abortion. This is not what our republic promised. So long as abortion remains legal, our republic cannot fulfill its mission to protect our unalienable rights to life, to liberty, and to the pursuit of happiness. So what can be done? We can hope. We can stop hiding behind excuses. We can acknowledge the truth. Acknowledge the undoubtable fact that a fetus has a heartbeat after 18 days from conception. Acknowledge that this is a baby, an individual with rights, and that those rights shall not be taken away. Acknowledge that abortion contradicts everything your republic stands for, and it is threatening your rights. And then don't shrink down. There is hope. Albert Einstein encouraged, the strength of the Constitution lies entirely in the determination of each citizen to defend it. Do you want your rights? Do you want them protected? Then contact your representatives, contact your leaders, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Let them know the danger of abortion. This is your republic, and this is your mission to protect it. So stand with me. Stand with citizens who care for our country. We will have our republic if we can keep it. Help me speak proudly against abortion. Help me restore our republic. Thank you. Well done. All right. So uh, Sherry tells us that this, uh, by the way, that's uh, that's Mary Cracked from, uh, Cracked? Cracked. Cracked, yes. Cracked. Okay. pronounced very carefully. Thank you. Uh, from West St. Paul, so, uh, runner-up in the, the Speaking Proudly competition. That was your speech. Uh, excellent. Uh, so uh, Sherry tells us it was a bit of a team effort. Yes, absolutely. Um, when I started researching this, I contacted a lot of my teachers and um, asked them for to help me proofread it and to help me with my presentation of it. And also... I asked them if they had any sources in mind, so they helped me do all the research and stuff like that. Okay. And so, uh, and, and of course, it sounds like you're in a, a school community that has a whole lot of help for this sort of thing and probably more on your side on these sorts of subjects than perhaps the school that, that Megan uh, describes uh, in, in Woodbury. Yes. I go to Chesterton Academy. It's a private Catholic school. Um, so they all support my opinion on abortion and yeah. So, so the, the question I'm sure you're going to get be getting sick of between now and graduations. So, what what do you want to be after high school? What's your What's your <laughs> big plan? Um, I don't have a big plan right now, okay. but 
I would love to go into law or politics. I kind of figured that <laughs> right there. Yeah. Not a big stretch, was it, Sherry? Not at all. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Excellent. Well, it was an excellent speech, and Thank uh, and thanks for, for thanks for bringing it to us here. Yeah. Uh, nowhere near enough time to get to Megan's yet before the break, and that's just fine here. So there is, by the way, uh, Sherry. We talked. We got about a minute before our next break, but uh, there is some talk about doing adding adding the fellas to the competition next time, or having having one for the guys next time around here. Tell well, us more. Well, as I've gone out to a variety of uh, political groups and people concerned about the republic and told them about this. They just said, well, what about the guys? What about the high school boys? You know, and I just think that's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, We certainly would encourage them to to do this. It's a whole lot of planning, which from the outside might not look like uh, a lot, but it is critically that we pulled this off because we knew every detail. The event, I will say, ran like a well-oiled machine. That was what the first time you had done first it. Time. Well, first it, time. Well, it it seemed like a a like you'd had plenty of practice. So clearly, there were people who knew what they were doing involved. That was excellent. Well, thank you very much, uh, Mary. And when we come back, we'll hear the uh, the speech that came in first at the event uh, from Meg- Megan McManus, as well as if you're if so inclined, your phone calls. If you have questions, comments, whatever, six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. It's the Northern Alliance. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE11 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-11 to 85850. You have that go-to club in your golf bag that you know will always deliver for you. Just like diamond stud earrings from Wicks and Jewelers. They're an absolute essential for her, and they're always a sure thing for Christmas. In one easy stop at Wicks and Jewelers, you'll find all the diamond stud earrings you need, plus Wixen's incredible staff to help. No mall crowds, and you'll park right at their front door. This year, put the romance and excitement back in your Christmas with diamond stud earrings from Wicks and Jewelers. Open every day till Christmas. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now, you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-458-7294. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-458-7294. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-458-7294. 1-800-458-7294. American Pressure is your local family-owned source for pressure washers since 1976. We focus on what you need to clean, and we offer the best brands of hot and cold pressure washers, complete wash bays, portable systems, and custom built. We do it all for you. Visit us at AmericanPressure.com. American
1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us. And I really like it they did because it's a talk show, not a, not a monologue show. Granted, we have some monologues going here today, but still, join us, please, by all means do. Hey, don't forget uh, the, the fish, Twin Cities, bringing you the Christmas music that so much of the media has has avoided doing here. It's the sound of the season on Fish Twin Cities all the way through Christmas time here on uh, The Fish, which is our online all-Christian music, all-Christmas music operation going on. Just go to fishtwincities.com, and it's got everything from the old classics to your Charlie Brown Christmas stuff to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, which is... I guess to Christmas music, what a sledgehammer is to gardening. But hey, to each their own. Let me guess. Room full of Trans-Siberian Orchestra fans. Anyway, oh, I just had to talk to the hook. Yeah. Anyway, I just had to stick through this one. It was my high school prom theme. 651-289-4488, the number to call. And with us, uh, we're talking with uh, Sherry Wallace, uh, Mary Crocked, and uh, Megan McManus. Our next uh, speaker up here, who was the who took first place mm-hmm. at speaking proudly last October, and uh, uh, we'll we'll we'll, uh, well, let's just cut right to it here. Uh, what's your speech about? You can just uh, dive right into it here. Uh, well, it's on the moral and religious fabric of the United States. So go for it. Without further ado, <laughs> my two neighbors used to be closer friends. They would play cards and go cycling all the time, but that changed when one found out the other listens to Fox News. Our divisive politics has seemed to replace any semblance of shared values that we used to have. So the question is then, what is left holding us together? When asked what the founders had come up with after leaving Independence Hall, Benjamin Franklin said, a republic, if you can keep it. He knew then what we are discovering now. The greatest threat to the United States is actually us. Can we preserve the great American experiment when we can't seem to stand each other let alone uphold any sort of moral fabric in society? And that's a question we have to answer by first, examining the influence of morals and religion in our history, followed by second, analyzing their current state and the impact on society, and finally end with what must be done on a micro and macro level to preserve our moral fabric and keep our republic. The current United States is suffering from memory loss. We think that our society can remain free and prosperous, even if we dissolve our roots. But to understand why that's not true, we have to look back and re-examine the moral and religious center we had at America's founding. So let's go back to the 18th century and get our metaphorical hands dirty. Most are familiar with John Adams' famous quote, Our Constitution was made for a moral and religious people. The perception of this quote and the overall influenced religious mortality, mentality is that it was an outlier in the philosophical thought of the founders. But this is completely false. Donald Lutz, professor of political philosophy at the University of Houston, gives us some perspective on the matter. He combed through the over 15,000 documents of the 55 founders who wrote the Constitution and determined that the most influential source in all of their writing was, in fact, the Bible, with 34% of direct quotes coming from the good book. And that's important to keep in mind when examining our constitutional principles, most of which have been severely mischaracterized. The one most relevant to this topic is, of course, the separation of church and state. It begs a question. If religion and morality were so important, then why on earth did the founders insist on having a secular government? And the answer is detailed by David Barton, founder of Wall Builders, an organization focusing on America's religious and moral founding. He explains it was only intended to prevent the creation of an official state religion and allow for everyone to practice what and how they want, not to de-incentivize or distance our society from religion and morality in any sense, something that we see today. Evidence of this is found in the government documents at the time. In Article 3 of the 1787 Northwest Ordinance, it says, quote, Religion, morality, and knowledge, being necessary to good government and the happiness of mankind, shall forever be encouraged. In Washington's farewell address, Washington himself states, Of all the dispositions and habits which lead to political prosperity, religion and morality are indispensable supports. 
the government has even made over 25 religious proclamations, like an example being the Proclamation of Fasting, Humiliation, and Prayer in 1863 made by Abraham Lincoln. These values were still very important for government, and there is a reason that's the case. John Adams puts it best, explaining that, quote, we have no government armed with the power capable of contending with human passions unbridled by morality and religion. Our Constitution was made for a moral and religious people, and it is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. You see, we need our people to be connected by a moral understanding, because there is no other way we would be able to be free. We would otherwise need a very large and intrusive government to control us and protect us from one another, something the founders were not exactly keen on. Moreover, we would not be able to mend rifts that appear in our society if we could not see each other as fellow Americans sharing in those values. After the most brutal war in American history, the Civil War, we were somehow able to come back together and become one nation because of the very fabric we had in place. It wasn't pretty, and injustices definitely remained, but the nation was able to heal because it was still considered a war of brother fighting brother. Today, we don't feel like brothers and sisters, but rather strangers who share absolutely nothing in common. And that brings us to the current state of morality and religion in society. The lie is that everybody actually belongs to a religion of some sort. It could be a religion surrounding God, perhaps football, or even Game of Thrones. But the most dangerous religion of all is actually politics. And the biggest problem is that the religion of politics is eating into everything else in our society, our schools, our sports, and even our actual religions. And that is destined to destroy us, because politics is increasingly uncompromising and divisive. Pew Research Center found that 80% of Americans think we are more divided now than ever before. That's because we've lost our shared values and don't trust each other. Again, from Pew Research in 2016, only 31% of Americans say most people can be trusted. Additionally, 68% of Democrats said it was stressful and frustrating to talk to political opponents, and 52% of Republicans agreed. As we can see, when you lose shared values, you end up focusing on politics, and those politics become even more divisive. I mean, go figure. Why on earth would you give someone power over you that you don't trust and can't communicate with? That's why we know that politics is not suitable for keeping a country together. In 1804, the Vice President Aaron Burr shot and killed former Secretary of the Treasury Alexander Hamilton in a duel because of political rivalry. This is not good stuff for our society. And the result of that is exactly what the founders feared, the expansion of government. We call on government to make everyone else follow our political religion. Former presidential candidate Beto O'Rourke gives us a great example of this when he states he wanted to take away tax-exempt status from churches who do not perform gay marriages, which is a massive imposition on the religious beliefs of traditional Christians, Jews, and Muslims. Or when he says, and I quote, Hell yes, we're going to take your guns, unquote. Nothing says, trust me and give me the power of the executive, like, forget your First and Second Amendments. But what would normally fill this gap is the understanding that even if we disagree on politics, we are still united in the religious or at least moral beliefs that are encompassed in a shared fabric in society. It's okay that you want lower taxes or I want higher ones, because I at least know you are a good person and will not beat me into submission if I disagree. But this is not entirely the case because we don't have those connecting values anymore. The Center for Elections and Democracy found that only 43% of Americans view religion as a core component of their identity in 2018. And the percentage of non-religious people in the younger generations is approaching nearly 50%. That merely means we can't use shared values to unify us anymore. Now, this is not a call for everyone to pick up a Bible and start singing Kumbaya, but there is truth in the notion that if religion isn't your religion, politics most likely is and you can't compromise when it comes to your religion. As Hillary Clinton put it, you cannot be civil with a political party that wants to destroy what you stand for and what you care about. So the only hope for our country, then, is that we can maintain a republic through civility even though politics is becoming the center of our lives. But a far-fetched hope that seems. To quote former Secretary Clinton again, that's why I believe if we are fortunate enough to win back the House or the Senate— That is when civility can start again. In other words, until you are forced to obey my political religion, we can't have a conversation. So where does that leave us? 
it feels pretty dismal. But this is the United States of America. We have faced down Nazis and nukes. What is a little societal tension? And honestly, that's the correct mentality to have. On a micro level, we need to make sure we don't allow politics to become the center of our lives. But more generally, we need to respect our history. We do not need to become religious and believe in God to understand and maintain our good principles. However, we do have a solid foundation that, whether everyone likes it or not, has some pretty religious tones. But that's part of what makes it solid. As Matthew 16:18 states, And on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. So let us, on this rock, keep our republic rooted in eternal values together. And perhaps then, and only then, my neighbors can start to play cards again. <laughs> uh, Megan McManus, ladies and gentlemen, winner of, uh, of, uh, of speaking proudly this last October. Excellent. I do. You were in my round, and I do remember a few lines from that speech because they had been things I had talked about on the broadcast either weeks before or after that. We can come back to that. But, uh, in fact, I want to talk a little bit about what you all learned and the future of speaking proudly with Sherry Wallace as well when we come back. So, Megan, thank you. Mary, uh, thank you. And, by the way, we'll don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Let's take a break right now. One more segment on the first hour, Northern Alliance Radio Network. AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. The following is a true story. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel a timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. If we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or we'll give your money back. That's what makes us different. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-515-1771. That's 800-515-1771. 800-515-1771. This is what matters. This is beyond X's and O's. This is the difference mutual respect makes. This is what character looks like. This is what defines us in Minnesota. This is sportsmanship. School sports, it's not the outcome that matters most, but the way the games are played. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Some of your favorite pastors and authors like Charles Stanley, John Piper, and Max Lucado are bringing you their most popular devotionals for free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend time in God's Word daily. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox. With devotionals for parenting, singles, women, workplace, and more, Crosswalk.com offers spiritual growth for every stage of life. Visit Crosswalk.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't forget Brad Carlson coming up 1 to 3 tomorrow. That's uh, what he does every Sunday, the closer edition. Sometimes we flip just to see how the other half lives. 
That's, uh, you know, that's what we do. Join us, 651-289-4488. Also, don't forget, King Banyan uh, does the best show in the business on economics every Saturday morning, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, together with the Northern Alliance, which has been dominating Twin Cities Weekend Radio just about a generation. In fact, both of our guests here, I believe, were at most toddlers, if they were born at all, when this, the Northern Alliance went on the air. No, that doesn't make me feel old. Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> Ma- Megan, by the way, great speech. Uh, so, so, same question I had for 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 Mary. What, what do you What do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, geez, uh, I'm gonna have the same answer. I don't know 100. percent I'm probably gonna head down the same path: politics, law. But you know, everybody says not as funny as you think it is. So we'll we'll feel it out. It's a terrible time to be a uh, to to be a first year lawyer uh, unless you have friends who have law firms. I'm told that. Although if if it's your calling, it's your calling. Nothing you can do about it. But uh, yeah, and, and honestly, I think some of the luckiest people in the world are the ones who aren't absolutely sure what they're going to do from age 12 on. It's it's such a cool adventure once you get out into the world. Anyway, uh, anyway. But question for both of you, and I'll start with uh, with Mary this time here. Uh, what uh, did you learn? What What did you learn? Um, the most important thing you learned from doing the event. Um, I learned that there are a lot of girls who like to speak as much as I do, and <laughs> who hold the same opinions as me. Yeah. I, by the way, I thought it was interesting. There were you, you could tell. I mean, most of the most of the young ladies involved seemed to be somewhere to the right of center, but not all. There are a few mm-hmm. out there who who mm-hmm. was not a partisan event by any means, and uh, mm-hmm. and you had you saw some opinions from all all across the board, really. Yeah. And uh, that was that was I learned a lot too. I yeah. did not expect that necessarily. Megan, same question for you. What did you learn? Uh, aside from that, which was fantastic, uh, history class is also kind of very wrong about a lot of things. When I re- mm-hmm. went back and researched the founding, I was like, I've been lied to a lot. <laughs> like what? What did you What did you discover? Uh, well, first thing, they said that almost all the founders were deists, which is something that I heard a lot, which is incorrect. There were maybe one or two who right. could call deists. Most of them were very religious. Uh-huh. Or that religion really wasn't that important, or they didn't touch on how important it actually was, right. because it played a very hu- huge role in how things come together. And then integrating that to how we learn about the founding of the country was just never done. Yeah, I, that that is that has been a fascinating uh, thing for my me myself as I got into the world. It's it's great that you found that lesson bright and early. I actually got in touch with my high school history teacher, and we've we've had words, uh, <laughs> fortunately civil uh, words. Nobody nobody coming to blame. And it's a good thing because of course he's like seventy five, and it wouldn't be <laughs> pretty. But at any rate, uh, great. Well, um, so Sherry, uh, yeah, I I, I, I expect. Great things, and I and I was actually not optimistic enough. It was a it was it was a great event. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about your takeaways from uh, from doing speaking probably the first time around. We were so excited, and also looked at we definitely are going to do it again. Mm-hmm. A lot of people said do it next year, and we just felt that it really had to work out when the capital was free yeah. and people were not involved with political campaigns, mm-hmm. and we could just really focus attention on these young high school uh, kids. Uh, we believe that the excellent place really had to stay. We want to stay in the good graces of the state capitol building yep. and return. And then uh, looking at what we needed need to do is maybe more advertising, reaching into the homeschool community, reaching some of those speech teachers out there that maybe didn't realize what the contest was all about and they and to give them a second look, but maybe some money go to go to advertising. But we felt like to make it a good experience for every single girl that was part of the the class was that our or that the event that was our goal, and I think we achieved it. Everyone came back with just being so amazed at the Capitol. Some had been there, some had not, and just making sure they always had uh, people that were. Uh, able to tell them where to go and what what was happening. Uh, we had college students to reach each one, to be the leaders of each one of the small groups. Mm-hmm. And we felt that, that would most of these girls would probably be curious about what is it like being in college. Um, and it's, it's really a lot of the pieces worked because we really thought about the whole picture. And we had uh, 32 judges. Training we gave to all those judges through videotapes, through our website, a, a specific portal only for the judges, and to really help them have a making sure that all of the judging was done uh, 
in a similar way, uh -oh. the same standard. Don't tell Sherry. <laughs> I think I missed the video. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <Whoa. laughs> but I, well, I don't think I broke any rules. Yeah, I don't think you did either. I'll catch it next time. <laughs> right. so, 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 big, uh, so, so you, you mentioned the one thing, and that is you need to reach out more to speech teachers. Now, I, we, obviously, Mary's from the homeschool uh, community, from, has a homeschooling background. Yes, uh, I yeah, homeschooled through grade school. Through oh, okay, so yeah. through grade school, and then and then yeah, that's right. Okay, and then uh, Megan, you were in a public school, is that, is that yeah, right? Yeah, well, I went to uh, Catholic school from kindergarten to eighth grade, and then I've been to a pu public high school since then. Okay, okay, so a variety of uh, of backgrounds mm -hmm. here. On the other hand, it seemed just to the casual observer that you were kind of heavier on the homeschool sort of the charter school sort of background, uh, mm -hmm. heavier than on the public school. How do you how do you see reaching out to uh, include more of the uh, more of the rest of uh, the state? Well, we, we went to every single school in the state, private and public. That was okay. a huge effort. Yeah. And we just hope that through advertising and word of mouth that um, speech teachers especially mm -hmm. pay attention to this. I think some speech teachers, we had two girls from Megan's school. Your speech teacher shared the, shared the information, and two of you applied. Same thing happened in um, northern Minnesota. Okay. And by the way, you, you had, I should, it needs to be stressed. I mean, this is a statewide contest. We it had, uh, we had people coming mm -hmm. in from all over the place. Mm -hmm. We were excited. Many of the girls were coming from throughout the state, not focused on the Twin Cities at all, but in small towns. So we we were just very pleased with that. Absolutely. Well, I it's been a pleasure, first of all, working with Speaking Proudly. Uh, Thank and I you. look forward, hopefully, to doing it again here. And certainly Definitely. if you if you uh, have any, uh, if you're in the audience and you are a speech teacher or have someone in your network who knows someone who is, by all means, uh, have your people call their people and have them call Sherry's people. It's still speakingproudly.org website is still up. Speakingproudly.org, absolutely. Well, let's definitely stay on, uh, stay in touch with that. Mary, uh, Mary Crocked from, uh, from West St. Paul, uh, thank you very much for calling today. It was great to hear your speech. Yeah, thank you uh, so much. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. And, uh, Megan McManus, uh, congratulations on, on, on what had to have been a tight victory, but a good one nonetheless. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was close and it was such a privilege to see everybody else and, be in that be in that rotunda absolutely well uh, all the best to both of you and your future but I don't know if either of you are eligible to compete again uh, in two years here both but seniors, uh, yeah. both seniors <laughs> oh well off to a bigger and better thing by the way uh, very briefly uh, college plans next year for either of you Mary uh, not officially yet I'm applying to the University of Minnesota and the University of st. Thomas okay here. okay and yeah I applied I've gotten to the University of Minnesota I'm waiting back for my Hillsdale application so. oh well okay yeah, well yeah. congratulations to both back of, to me soon. actually well congratulations to both of you all of you all the best to both of you who knows maybe you'll you'll be both gopher classmates together in uh, four <laughs> years here so uh, and maybe you can come back and be judges in a couple of years here wouldn't that be cool Shelley that'd Wallace? be great I think that'd that would be, be fantastic one uh, but either way all the best to both of you thank you both for coming by here today and we'll look forward to doing this all again sometime soon. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. When we come back, one of the great aphorisms of all time, most frequently misattributed aphorisms, is when you tell a big lie often enough, people will believe it. Let's talk some big lies when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Know where you can find all your favorite Skechers shoes in one place? Skechers.com. Because at Skechers.com, we have miles and miles of styles of the most comfortable shoes on the planet. We have boys and girls shoes that sparkle and light up. Skechers.com has work shoes, slip-ons, sports shoes, casual shoes, canvas shoes, go walk, go run. The styles are endless. And on Skechers.com, you can find all the fits you need. Plus, so many shoes with Skechers exclusive air-cooled memory foam. So find all the styles, all the fits, and all the comfort. Only at Skechers.com. Varicose and spider veins. Wow, what a gift from my parents. They had them and I got them. And not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and I really hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked, what are those things on your legs? I was done. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The procedure took about an hour and I was right back to work. The staff made me feel so comfortable and the results, well, even my husband noticed. Vein Clinics of America has been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced in the U.S., 
Look, I've been doing the commercials for vein clinics for years because I really believe in them, and you can trust them too. So stop hiding your legs. Vein Clinics of America accepts most major insurance plans. So call now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-940-5500. 800-940-5500. That's 800-940-5500. Santa, Santa, something terrible is happening. Ho, 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 Rudolph, calm down. Tell me what's going on. I just overheard Mrs. Claus talking. Yes? She said that she's getting a new Santa. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Rudolph, I know all about it. Mrs. Claus is getting a new Santa Fe from Invergrove Hyundai. What's a Santa Fe? A Santa Fe is Hyundai's most advanced SUV. Jam-packed with safety and technology features. And its spacious five-passenger interior is like the Claus family room on wheels. Does this mean we won't have to take her in the sleigh to Pilates class every Tuesday? That's right. Ho, ho, ho. Every new Hyundai like the Santa Fe comes with America's best warranty. 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance. You deserve a great car buying experience, and that's what you'll get at Invergrove Hyundai. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com. InvergroveHyundai.com. And they're reindeer recommended. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m.